You're listening to The Dollop. This is a bi-weekly American history podcast. Each week, I, drinker of seltzer, looker of iPads, juke driver, Dave Anthony, reads a story from American history. To his friend, Gareth Reynolds. Reynolds. Who has no, no idea, idea what the, the topic, topic is going to be, be about. Ooh! Remix! His jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy! Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly Podcast. Okay. This is like Anarchy! On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo! No sleep tell hippo! Uh, action part. Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. <laughs> no. Rhoda. Rhoda in the court. Um, Gareth, we have a special guest. People missed him, Dave. People, so for, those, for, for those people who are, who are watching. I'm the fucking hippo guy. Dave, okay. Oh, well, let's turn that off. Um, we, uh, we have a special guest, uh, another person from Gareth's life. It is Jose. Jose, go ahead and say something. Say it. Say hola, Jose. Jose's in the studio Say looking hola. really happy. Say hola. He's a natural. Talk. 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 Like Blue Apron, buddy? Talk. Oh, buddy. So well, scary. I'll tell you what. Uh, bringing a cat in. Well, this is uh, just for the people who missed him, Dave. And here he is. I'm over it. Okay, me too. <laughs> Say bye, Jose. <laughs> Say bye. That was a good, good right up, get him right up in the camera. Let, let the people see Jose. Let the people see the cat. Uh, oh, boy, this is going great. That was great. Put him back in his tank. Uh, the cat obviously lives in a tank. It's a heavy uh, heavy cat seal thing. Um, I was watching uh, Planet Earth with uh, Dave Attenborough. And, uh, they, back. They showed, uh, they showed a young Jose swimming with dolphins. Okay. I haven't watched the new Blue Planet yet. I'm very excited, though. No. I've got it ready. Uh, I was trying to get Finn to watch it, but he kept trying to watch. He kept wanting to watch cartoons. Well, okay. That's. I mean, let him know it's his world. January tenth, eighteen thirty-seven. Oh boy, that's a rough era. Larsena Ann Pennington. Who? Larsena. Look, you can look at it right there. There's her name. Okay, Vlarchana. It's well. I wish it was, but that's not what it's not what it said when I looked it up. Okay. Uh, she was born in Nashville, Tennessee. Sure. She had 11 brothers and sisters. Okay. Because her parents liked to do it. Okay. And she um, ended up with one good sister. Uh, <laughs> Elias and, uh, and Julia Ann were her parents. Uh, Larsena's uh, grandfather had fought under George Washington at Valley Forge. Okay. Which you're a big fan of. I've always loved it there. One of your favorite battles. Top nine. Uh, Julianne didn't last long after uh, Larsan was born. She died within a year. Sure, of course. Of giving birth, so yep. mom's out of the picture. Okay, mom's gone. Um, the family then moved to Texas, where they lived for a bit. Okay. Uh, but then it was decided they would move on again, this time to California. Okay, interesting run. Uh, to get there, they would go through southeastern Arizona, which was not the safest place at the time. Oh, or now. Or now. Yeah. I like when you add stuff that's uh, Top, like topical. topical. Yeah, that's my role here. That David. was really good. I pepper in these topical moments. Yeah, 
By the way, I've given up the jokes and characters. Do people know. know about that? Uh, they figured it out uh, two paragraphs in. <clears throat> the land had just been... I'm quote, sorry, am I not stepping it up enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> the land had just been, quote, purchased from Mexico. Via, oh, man, uh, imagine purchasing that from Mexico. You're probably like, uh, you know what you'd be like? You'd be like the reverse Donald Trump. You'd be like, uh, we want you guys to build a wall and we'll pay for it. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Oh. Uh, uh, the gas dam purchase it was purchased after the the United States basically con- uh, you know won beat up Mexico and they were like hey what do we buy this okay uh, the Spanish and Mexicans uh, had called the area Apacheria sure uh, after the Native American tribe that had made it a nightmare to try to settle there okay sure <clears throat> but Americans will settle anywhere. And rich guy Charles Poston reached an agreement with a powerful Apache chief that allowed the miners and lumberjacks who worked for him to work in the area safely. Okay. So he strikes a deal. I I would imagine he paid them off somehow because he's a rich guy. Right. Right. Well, that's how it works. As far as I know. Unused to. And then Poston pushed Secretary of War Jefferson Davis to provide troops to protect his guys that he just made an agreement with the Apaches for their safety. So he's he's doubling down. Right. Okay. The old double down? Yeah, double down. Okay. Uh, he's just covering all his bases, right? So sure. the Sonora Exploring and Mining Company made its headquarters at an abandoned Spanish presidio in Tubac in 1856. You love Tubac. 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 Yeah. Like, okay. like Tupac? It's where he's from. Is it where Tupac is from? Yeah. Interesting. Tupac was born in the desert in Arizona. Interesting. Okay. Oh, desert, all right. I'm liking this. Desert rat. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so, and then as he had asked for, uh, troops to come, Fort Buchanan was built just to the east of Tubac. Sure. This is, mm-hmm. uh, it was isolated. It had no walls, uh, but it did bring in new settlers cause just cause they figured they'd be protected. By no the walls anywhere. No walls. There were no walls. It was just, uh, sounds like a house. Okay. <laughs> sure. Does it? I tried to find pictures of it, but there's no pictures. Which well, because means... why would you take pictures of something with no walls? What are you taking a picture? Well, then you're of? taking a picture of a house. You take pictures of houses with no walls. Yeah, that's what I would do. So there's no like load bearing areas. Load bearing. Okay. I mean, why would I speak up with this attitude? You want to see uh, the lumberjacks? Sure. You know I do. There's Arizona lumberjacks at the time. Oh wow! Killing okay. It? Yeah. Um, so sure, th- that wasn't a dangerous job then. Uh, no, no, Arizona lumberjack. No, no you're totally fine. No, any any lumberjack before the 1900s was loving it. Yeah, uh, it's. Time. I mean, that's still a very dangerous job, Dave. Not yeah, to be no, serious. Like I said, me. I've. I'm here my, for just uh, uh, my, color commentary. My dad's a lumberjack. Hmm. Uh, so uh, soon, cattle... lumberjack Daniels. <laughs> it's gonna be a bad show. Uh, soon, cattle and crops were popping up. And by the end of 1856, around 1,000 people had settled nearby. Okay. Right? Yep. Uh, the Chirawaka Apache raiding parties would ride past without bothering the miners, ranchers, lumberjacks, and farmers on the way to uh, raids in Sonora. It's because he made a deal, right? Right. Poston felt he had found heaven. Quote, we had no law but love and no occupation but labor, no government, no taxes, no public debt, no politics. It was a community in a perfect state of nature. Well, Dave, I mean, shall we end on a high note? Because Let's wrap uh, it up. feels like this is pretty good. You know what? Nothing happens after this. No, just no. Great. Nope. Three miles to the east was the uh, Sonoita settlement. It was made of seven ranches. The census of 1860 listed 51 Americans in the valley, named as farmers, 
laborers, a cook, a clerk, a shoemaker, a lawyer, a printer, and one man labeled an idiot. Whoa, wait, why, why do they... In what? the census... <laughs> wait, that's... Someone decided or the man decided? That's just what the census worker called him. So or maybe you... the guy was like, I'm the idiot. Hello, I'm Todd. I'm an absolute idiot. Uh, I'm actually a fucking idiot. Uh, yeah, I, we were wondering, should we both be here? He's a fucking idiot and I'm just a total idiot. I smile at apples. <laughs> and I uh, obviously put apples down my pants. Again, I'm Todd. I have a fucking idiot. And this is a fucking idiot. So a lot of crossover. So um, American women started making their way into the valley. Uh, that included the Pennington girls. Okay. Because most, most of the people there are men. Right. right. Sounds... So now American women start coming in. Right. Um, now the Pennington girls, uh, they, they remember they were going to make their way to California, that family. Right. Uh, but then they stopped at Fort Buchanan in June 1857 because Larsena came down with a fever. Okay, so they're in Arizona now because she has a fever. Yeah, on their way were, to Cal. yeah. So they stopped to get a little bit of help. I okay. want to see a picture of her. Sure, uh, she is a beaut. Okay, as they say in the business. Sure. Um, actually, very for back then. You the know, pictures times, we usually see. Yeah, well, a lot of times it's really high. hard to tell the attractiveness of anyone from that time because, like, everything's just a little weird. Yeah, yeah. They, like she, I mean, she looks like she's, like, a doily's eating her. I, I know it took a long... And she has, like, Superman curls up it front. It took a long time to take pictures, I believe, back then. Maybe I'm wrong. No, that's wasn't that the deal? You had to hold still for, like, yeah, you yeah. had to hold still for ages. I don't know how long that went on, but... Two days. <laughs> Two days. <laughs> you blinked and you ruined the picture. I'm sorry, Father. I'll try again. So while Larsina healed uh, in the fort, the Apaches stole a bunch of Elias's oxen. So her dad's oxen get stolen. Okay. Um, that's not good for the whole situation. Right. Um, so this forced Elias to halt the journey to California, and he settles down with his 12 kids on the Santa Cruz River close to Mexico. So the, this is when you're <laughs> moving based on theft. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? All right. Well, we live here. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Okay. Yeah. Done. Um, the family dug irrigation ditches and planted crops. Uh, they sold the crops to the soldiers and the miners, and the Apaches left the family alone. After they'd stolen all their... Well, after they stole the right. oxen. All right, we're cool now. Now we're all good. Now we are cool. Uh, so, you know, they're stuck there. It's been a couple of years. Okay. Uh, you want to see Apaches? Apaches are uh, nice. uh, one of the good most vibe. badass badass. Good vibe, there. too. Um, so he has eight daughters in an area where there aren't a lot of ladies to go around. Should so we be doing this? He's holding, you know what I'm talking about? He's holding. He's, he, oh, you mean he's holding like, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, he's got to be, that's got to be like trying to keep like raw meat away from puppies. Um, that's a good description. I don't know if anything's changed. Uh, there's a couple of girls. Okay. Um, uh, so British soldier Dr. John Hall arrived in the Santa Cruz Valley in the summer of 1857, and he went to a party at the ranch and reported about the women, quote, but few ladies, American, graced the party, but those present were the bells of the valley, good-looking and true specimens of frontier coquettes. See, it, it does Ooh. sound like a Bachelor spinoff. Like, this is like a Bachelorette spinoff. Uh, womankind, white, by that he meant, are scarce in Arizona, so all the young squatters present were deeply smitten. Oh, boy. That's just... 
So she's the, well, like one of the sisters. Is not it's not going great for her, but the, she's she's hot. The Larson, Larson is hot, right? She's uh, the, she's the hottest. Okay. In, in in the area, okay. all the soldiers and miners were after her, and she ended up marrying John Page on Christmas Eve in two uh, in Tucson in 1859. Okay. John was said to be handsome and one of the wildest men in the valley. He came to Arizona with uh, a famous gunman named Bill Ake. And after they were married, John took Larcina to live on a ranch on the Santa Cruz River. Uh, Larcina would tutor the owner's ward, which... Tutor the owner's ward? Yeah, it's, you know, so a ward is like you bring someone in and uh, I don't know exactly what it is, but uh, someone's going to yell at me on Twitter. Okay. Um, so he, there was a widow... Uh, she ha- she's a, a Mexican. She has a 10-year-old girl. So he brings her in to, like, care for her and and teach her. And, sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, so the, the ranch owner's name was William Kirkland. He is uh, he's a rich, richy Richman. Um, Kirkland? Kirk- Kirk- Kirkman or Kirkland? Oh, I don't know. well, I, I, was I, just, I have to. It could have changed with the thing. Big we'll get, fan we'll get back to it. Captain. I think it's Kirkman. John Kirkland. Um. So uh, the girl's name is Mercedes. That was early. Uh, yeah, that, Can I, I was, ask a dummy I was question. Totally, I what never, was her Mercedes? I ne- I couldn't find anything about her, and I was like, "How is there a girl named Mercedes?" What? <laughs> Off of the car. <laughs> We're from here. By the way, I just what? saw I just saw an ad on TV. Oh, here we go. You get fired up when you see People ads on TV. People are packing stuff like there's an emergency, right? Everyone's being told to evacuate. And they're packing stuff into an SUV, VW-type uh, thing, Volkswagen, right? Sure. And, they're, and, and then they're like, oh, we have more room, more room, more room. And then by the time they finish packing, because there's so much room in the car that everyone's already left. And then they're just driving out. And they show a missile fucking flying over the car. Sorry, <laughs> this is a commercial? Like, I could not. The hilarity of nuclear war is back. Didn't you think that this shift to, like, accepting our demise would have a little more fight to it? <laughs> Like, I just expected the Morgan Freeman, there's a meteor headed towards Earth, kind of like, hey, what are we going to do? Uh, I'm going to do heroin and have sex one more time, you know, or whatever, like, your last minute thing. But instead, we're sort of now, like, in this middle ground where we're like, I mean, it feels like the check's in the mail. Am I wrong, gang? We're going to go down. All right. So Mercedes is, uh, she's 10. Uh, uh, Larsana is teaching her uh, how to speak English on the ranch. John works for the ranch owner, but then he also goes to work as a lumberjack 13 miles east. There's a lot of mosquitoes in the area, mm. and soon uh, Larsena becomes ill again. Oh, boy. She's got a little malaria? Uh, well, a lot of people at the time came down with something they didn't know, but now we know it is valley fever. Okay. Um, it was decided Larsena would be better off breathing air in the mountains away from the swampy uh, Valley fever means what? You just are like... Valley fever is a really fucked up thing. It can be, I think it's like a, a fungal thing and it can get into you if you have like an immune problem, you can die from it. Like it's really gnarly. It's in the, it's in the central valley of California. Okay. So it's, it's bad. Okay. Um, but most people get over it, but some people don't basically. Um, so uh, this is uh, March 15th, 1860. Uh, they take her uh, up into the mountains. Uh, Larsena and Mercedes were put into an ox cart uh supply wagon headed for the lumber camp that John works at. Mercedes went along because Larsena was teaching her English and she wanted to still keep learning. (laughs) I Uh, mean, the English lessons must have taken a turn a little bit. I'm dying. I am dying. I'm dying. I am dying. 
It's hot in here. Hot in here. I'm hot. Are you hot? I am all hot. Are you I hot? S- I'm, sweat- I'm sweating. I'm sweat- sweating. I- my eyes are throbbing? Eyes throbbing and I'm sweating in here. Yeah. My eyes are throbbing and I sweating in here. I can't see. I'm seeing stars? See stars in here. I have diarrhea? Di- I have diarrhea. <laughs> Call help? Call help? You can help. <laughs> so Kirkland was worried. So she's a parrot. Yeah. She's not smart. <laughs> okay. So Kirkland is worried, uh, you know, because it's Apache territory. So he sends a, a ranch hand along with him, uh, this guy Randall, to ride along. Uh, Kirkland also sent a rocking chair and feather bed as wedding gifts. Okay. <laughs> sure. While the agreement with the Chiriwaka Apaches kept them from attacking the ranches, other Apache bands north had no such agreement. So the group camps about two miles away from the lumber camp destination uh, at night. In the morning, they ate breakfast early, and then John went ahead to get to work, right? So he's got to work. He figures Randall and the ladies will come up later. And then Randall decides he sees a deer, and he starts tracking the deer to kill it because he wants to have that for dinner. Sure. Um, And Mercedes and Larsena waited. So now someone who's dying from mosquitoes and a 10-year-old are waiting. Right. Cool. In Apache You're not country. setting up anything, nope. are you? In no, Apache territory. Okay. Uh, so Mercedes is playing outside, and Larsena is in the rocking. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> is sitting in the rocking chair in a tent. Okay. Oh, she's got one of those little like, mos- or just like a regular tent. I'm picturing like a little mosquito. I tent. don't think it's re- no. I think it's no. It's not that fancy. <laughs> like a veil. No. A body veil. Okay. Uh, so then she heard Mercedes screaming. Interesting. Moments later, an Apache burst into the tent. And Larsena reached for a pistol, but he grabbed her and yanked her out of the tent. Mercedes tried to run uh, to Larsena, but another Apache grabbed her. Altogether, there were five Apaches. They were armed with lances and bows and arrows. Four were young and one was old. He spoke a bit of Spanish, and he told Larsena that they had killed John as he was drinking from a stream. Now, so this means they've been watching them. Right. Right. So Larsena started screaming for help. And then one of the Apaches pushed a spear into her breast and she stopped screaming. Ah. Because okay. that'll, that'll do it. Okay. Um, when you say that, you're just talking about the sort of like the, the, the push of pressure. He didn't actually puncture. I know, I, no, he didn't. Right. I think he j- it was like, a, like what I do in a bar. It's like a threatening. What um, you do in a bar? Hmm? You just said like what I do in a bar. I carry a spear. What? Uh, so what? <laughs> Nothing. That's why I don't go to bars anymore. Yeah. Or... So the Apaches go through all the stuff in the camp and they're looking for anything good to take. Right. Okay. Sure. And they couldn't carry much because they were on foot. So they cut uh, the bags of flour that they had brought and they slashed up the feather bed. Okay. For Which so is they're just fucking bullshit. Like, I don't care what sort of, sort of sh- genocidal shit is going on, leave feather beds out of it. Feather yeah. beds are fucking awesome. Dow is Dow. Down. <laughs> Did you have a misspelling in your head? Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you about the time when I took a summer break and I came back from summer break and I spelled of O-V? I was like in sixth grade and I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> I was like looking down. I was like, I mean, I know it's right, but it feels <sighs> off. Okay, so they're just des- they're just destroying for no reason other than to just kind of be like, hey. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not happy about whatever's going on in the in sure. the territory. So, um, 
so they take what they can carry, and then they march uh, Larsena and Mercedes north toward their uh, camp. Okay. Randall comes back at noon after uh, How is everyone? hunting down that deer. Couldn't find him. Hey, guys. He I ran away. Deer. Oh, hello. Now, what happened to the flower in the bed? Hey, where is everyone? Uh, he sees, obviously, there's a problem. He runs to get John and the other lumberjacks. John jumps on a horse and rides as fast as he can back to Kirkland's ranch. So John's cool. We're yeah, told John's, John's dead, John's... but he was fine. Yeah, well, they just said that. To... So not among everything else, they're fibbers? They're lying. Uh, so he gets to the ranch and tells Kirkland what happened, and then a message is sent to Fort Buchanan, and then John and other ranch hands uh, get fresh horses and went uh, back to find the Apache's trail. Okay. Right? So the alert's out. They're on the trail. Now, Larsena marked the trail as the Apaches marched her off. She would break twigs, and she would tear off pieces of her apron and drop them. Okay. Apron, great. Twigs? <laughs> what? I think she's this way. There's more twigs. There's well, twigs everywhere, John, you idiot. But freshly broken twigs might be a These thing. are freshly snapped twigs. Look. They just snapped these. They're this way. <laughs> John's an idiot, right? John's oh, John. Over here. Look, more leaves. They were here. Oh, John. Aha, a bird in the sky. Not going to fool me, bird. They're close. I can tell by the clouds. <laughs> Larsena tries to tell Mercedes what she's doing uh, and for her to do it too, but Apache heard them talking and he separates them. (laughs) Jesus, okay. And then he takes a gun, the the gun he'd taken from her at the tent, and he points it at her head. Okay. And he starts taunting her, which, (laughs) I mean. Tough position. It's just fucking what you do in that situation. Uh, It's just tough if you're the person with the gun being, you know, being taunted at you because it's like, I'll negotiate if there's one pointed at me, but it seems like you just want to have fun. Girls, just no. Marcena, Mar- Mar- Mercedes. Marcena. Sorry, Mercedes starts to sob because she's ten. Sure, they do that. Uh, and then one of the Apaches picked up Mercedes, put her on his shoulders, and marched up the hill. Um, in the end, they decided to spare our Marcena's life, and they and they kept walking. Now, where's Mar- Mercedes? They they're ahead. Just ahead of the group. Mm-hmm. Now, Larsena was, uh, she's still a member. She's getting over the illness. She's got the illness. So yeah. she's already weak. Um, and she, then now they're getting tired of her slowing them down. Right. Okay. Well, she's spending most of her time tearing aprons and throwing twigs. Right. She's preoccupied. <laughs> what a uh, weak apron. Uh, so, yeah. I love that she has an apron on. That she's, yeah, an apron. That Always she's, ready for cooking. Yeah, she's Always ready she's, for cooking. She's in the Are we cooking? <laughs> Are we cooking? She's in the mountains dying from <laughs> from valley fever. And uh, don't forget, for when you're better, keep the apron on. It'll be who, a quicker transition wa- to cooking. Who wants biscuits? Well, you shouldn't be cooking right now, but I think we'd all love around. Is what blue? Blue apron. Oh, fuck. Nicely Aaron, done. We should have done that. Aaron. It's blue apron. <laughs> um, so... Uh, better get an got, extra bag got, of croutons for that. Now she's got a long dress on, which okay. isn't great for hiking. Um, and then at sunset, the group stops on top of a ridge at the edge of a cliff. And the Apache, who had been keeping an eye on the rear, you know, seeing what's going on, if it's following sure. him, come, comes up and says the white men are coming after them. They're on the trail. Okay. So the oldest Apache motioned for Larsena to take off her dress. Interesting. So now, she strips down to her undergarment, which is basically she's just got a slip on at this point. He's doing – Okay. I think we're going to do some photo, photo shoots. Oh, it's a whole spread. Okay, yeah. gotcha. All right, if we're going to get this calendar, we got to move now. <laughs> Let's go. 
I need 12 different fucking looks, boys. Come on. Uh, so a second Apache then took her shoes. Okay. She was then told to walk forward, and when she took a step, she was speared in the back. She fell sideways down the cliff. She heard Mercedes scream and the Apaches whoop. So there's like, there's like differing. Sure. There's different emotions going on. Yeah. It's like a group. It's like an away game. (laughs) But her fall was stopped by a small pine tree. Okay. So she falls about 17, 18 feet and then gets stuck. With a spear still? No, they just stabbed. Oh, him. they just stabbed. Yeah, okay. they, it went in and out. Oh, okay. I got. I brought uh, so you can see what they what their spears look like. Okay. So they're pretty pretty tight. Fun. Pretty rad. Oh, so it looks like it st- went through some spaghetti. She got stabbed by that. Yeah, that one did. That was during that. That one's taken from the spaghetti wars. Oh, I'm very familiar. Uh, so they see that she fell down and got stuck. Uh, so two Apaches climbed down and then they repeatedly s- ah. stab her in the back with the, their lances, their spears, right? Okay. Um, then one grabbed a big stone and smashed her in the face. Okay. So I think it's safe to say. Let's just say we're moving on from her. She's out, right? Yeah. She's just out. Yeah. So the Apaches left, and they took Mercedes, and uh, they took the dress. Oh, these devils. I don't know where you're going, but maybe they just were they were looking to put on a play, like a Shakespeare thing. Oh, well, wait a minute. We are doing Goldilocks. <laughs> we will now do Goldilocks. Um, one of them put on Larsen's shoes. No way. Shoes. This maze is far too hot. I cannot eat all this maze. And this maze over here is far too cold. I also can't eat this. No, that's Goldilocks. However, this maze in the middle, this maze is perfect. Is this supposed to be Shakespeare? Is... Goldie Knox, not Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the Apaches puts on Larsena's shoes. Okay. Uh, Just after sunset, uh, Larsena. I mean, they're playing by a different set of rules. I feel like already they're like operating on another level. Yeah, oh, right totally. One hundred percent. Like while these while the. The lumberjack people and John are just like, she went this way. They're like, be her and we will fool them. <laughs> so uh, so she comes to right after sunset. Okay. And she heard John and the other men up at the up on the top of the ridge. Okay. Uh, but because it was getting dark, they couldn't see her. Uh, so she tried to call out, but she was way too weak. Ugh. And then Jaws saw her footprints moving up the hill and they took off in pursuit. Okay. And as they moved off, she uh, slipped back into unconsciousness. Okay. So word by now had reached... not dead yet. Well, Well, we'll we don't know. I mean, it's not great. It's not great. Word by now had reached the fort. 45 men were sent, 17 of whom were trackers, mostly Apache. Okay. Um, They met up with a civilian posse that came from Tucson. And as they followed the Apache tracks, they realized the Apaches had split into two groups. Mercedes also have now started dropping pieces of clothing on the trail. Okay. So the soldiers from- Damn it, it's just a fashion bug. So, so the soldiers from the fort had been fighting with a group of Apaches who lived uh, in Ara, Aravipa uh, Canyon. So everyone assumed those were the Apaches who had taken Larsena and Mercedes. Right, okay. Um, the U.S. soldiers were holding some prisoners uh, uh, at the fort, so- uh, they made those Apaches the trackers. They forced them to. Okay. So when they arrive at uh, the Aravapa Canyon, the captain gave one of the Apache prisoners a horse okay. and told him to go in and negotiate 
uh, for the release of Larsena and Mercedes. Interesting. Okay. So he said they would wait uh, eight days, and if he didn't come back by then, then they would go to Fort Buchanan and kill all of the other Apaches he was holding there. Okay. That's quite a long that's negotiation a long... stretch. What? <laughs> is that... Is it's that a, a proper limit to be thrown a, on something I don't know, that's just nature? a super long I mean, wait. if you're that one dude, you're like, oh, okay, eight? I'll see you later. Eight? Did you Did you mean eight? Did you that's mean days? That's right, eight days. We're not idiots. We're going to give you eight days to close this deal, and then we it, will start killing. You can see it, though. It's right. I know. Well, we figure the first day you want to get comfortable, and the second, third day, jet lag might be a thing you're dealing with. Fourth and fifth days, obviously, we'll... Well, I mean, we don't want you to jump in right away. Grease the palms a little. <laughs> day six, maybe you bring it up, or day uh-huh. seven. Yeah. But by day eight, we expect something out of you. Uh, and no running away. Uh, no. Even though I, eight days is a I crazy amount of time for you to have on your own. In Canada. In eight days, exactly. I was just about to say, you could easily make it to Canada. Thanks for the horse. You could make it. I mean, surely you could be on a ship of some kind somewhere else. And and that's right. We've given you a horse. So. By the way, I hate everyone in the prison. They're all dicks. Well, that's... That's uh, how we're sweetening the pot. And would you rather nine to ten days? I feel like you're yeah, pushing yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. we'll give you 11 days. Then we expect you to be right back here. That's 13 days from today, friend. So a few days later, the prisoner comes back. By the way, that's the captain there. Good luck. Uh, a prisoner. <laughs> I mean, what, like, what are your options back then? You're like, I'll go with what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> what's your style? I just don't do anything. A few days later, the prisoner came back and said the uh, Aravipa Apaches did not have uh, the females. Okay. But they knew who did. They knew which tribe did. Okay. And they could negotiate with them for the girl, but that the woman had already been killed. Okay. So this is reliable information from what we know. Now, for their trouble in doing the negotiation, they wanted two prisoners released, and they wanted uh, some goods, some you know shit to have. Okay. So now, uh, now Widow John, right, heads back to. So the she court. did pass. And that's what he just found out. So everyone on everyone's on board with the exchange. Uh, quote: There was no hesitating about acceding to the Indians' terms, one-sided as they were, and every effort was immediately put forth to carry the agreement into effect. So everyone's everyone's like on board. Get Mercedes back. Okay. Um, By any means happen. necessary, right? So with the two prisoners, the captain headed uh, into the Aravipa Canyon. Apparently, what they found was quite shocking. Quote, the San Pedro Riverbank was literally swimming with Indians. I never saw so many in my life. Okay, that's interesting. So what's the the play? So the prisoner exchange uh, goes forth. Uh, Mercedes ran into now, now it says Kirkman I hope I didn't screw this up anyway Mercedes runs in a uh, they, they do the old you walk at the same time as we you know they release at the same time okay um, so she the little girl runs into Kirk, Kirkland's arms and uh, told him she was hungry were those are her first words yeah I'm hungry yeah. okay uh, then the group of whites left as quickly as possible they got the fuck out of there and they rode back to Tucson uh, two days later, they got there and the whole town celebrated. Church bells ringing. Everyone comes out. Mercedes is given back to her mother. Then they hold a military ball. Uh, and the captain and Mercedes are the guests of honor. No one knew that Larsena was still alive. Oh, geez. Damn it. So she woke. She wakes up in a <laughs> snowbank. <laughs> She's still lodged. Snowbank? Yeah. Jesus. She's still lodged against the tree on the cliff. 
Uh, she melts snow in her hand to drink and to wash her stab wounds. Smart. Uh, but most of the stab wounds are on her back, which she couldn't reach. Right. Her blonde hair is now a mass of clotted blood. Cool. Yeah. Also a good look, though. Yeah. Um, this is this is uh, when she joins a band, metal. Right. Norwegian right. death metal. <laughs> right, right. Uh, she didn't know how long she had been unconscious, just fucking laying there. Okay. She had no idea. Uh, so the sun is shining, which helps her get warm. She's pretty close to naked, as we said. Right. Right. Um, aside from the slip, uh, and now because she's on the edge of a cliff, she was able to look out and figure out where she was. Worst place to have a slip is the edge of a cliff. What kind of slip? Keep going. <laughs> so she looks out and she sees, uh, a, a butte that she knows, which has another name, but it's also called Orphan Butte. She recognizes that butte? Yeah. It's a tiny fucking hill, but for some reason she- like re- that one. I think because it's out in the middle of nowhere, it's just a little thing. Uh, so yeah, no. she recognizes that. Okay. Um, I and, mean, there's such, there's so little to like remember in this time that yeah. you're like, I remember that lump of a little, dirt. It like, looks like an anthill. I remember it. Uh, so, uh, that, from that landmark, she can get her sense of direction. Okay. So, uh, Lucena was, uh, able to, uh, climb up. Um, she, uh, too weak to climb up. Sorry. She's too weak to climb up. Right. Okay. So yeah. she decides to slide down. Well, uh, you're talking about the, the side of wherever she is, the side of the yeah. right ridge. Yeah. Okay. Um, so each inch brought her tons of pain. When she made it down to the end of the uh, edge of the cliff, whatever it is, she passes out and wakes up the next morning. Good. I mean, as terrible as this, this is, these have got to be great sleeps. <laughs> I, I bet you there's nothing like the before death kip. You know, where you just, I'm like, literally, you don't know what day it is. That's a sleep. What day is it? Yeah. Yeah. I slept 31 hours. I mean, I feel really rested, for, but I'm dying, but my God. Um, Oh, I never showed you where the cool Indian the the uh, this is the canyon where the oh wow where the, all the all the the huge tribe was oh wow fucking rad yeah I want to go there that'd be pretty like intimidating oh okay um, so she's in she's in like a pretty wooded area now um, uh, it's called uh, Madera I think sure Madera Canyon sure. Um, so it's pretty wooded it's hilly um, it's uh, you know it's not like you would think of Arizona so desert, she's in desert-y. a Hugh Glassian yeah she's in like predicament. a predicament yeah there's snow and it's there's mountains and there's but a this, lot of trees. I mean even like looking at that like the idea of like being alone in an area like where I mean there's just nothing no there's nothing like your plan is like okay yeah I'll crawl for the end of my life yeah I okay. mean there there is fucking nothing where she is she's just out in the middle of nowhere no um, cell reception. No, because cell phone's not working at all. Um, so, uh, like I said, she passes out, wakes up the next morning. Sun wakes her up again. Every morning she wakes up and the sun heats her up and then she gets going. Um, okay. So she's now able to pull herself up and she leans against a tree. Um, there's, she looks, there's a valley below her. She's like kind of up on the foothills, I guess, of the mountains. There's no water in the valley below. So she decides she's going to stay in the mountains uh, because there's still... Snow, snow around that's, right. that's hasn't melted because of the shade from the trees. Okay. So using Orphan uh, Butte to guide her, she started walking. But her shoes have been taken by the Apaches, so she's stepping on rocks, thorns, and harsh brush. But she also doesn't. She also has the Valley Disease. She's also got the Valley Disease. So she uh, she walks a short distance and then she collapses. Okay. 
but she keeps on going. She lost track of how many days she was on the move. The sun would wake her up in the morning and then burn her during the day. Uh, Larsena was very fair-skinned. She would melt snow in her hands to drink. She would eat grass and seeds and berries and one time came across some wild onions. That was a big day. Oh, God. What you know you, things are bad when you're like, oh, yes, onions. Her breath must have just, just been a fucking nightmare. Already bad. But then when you're just like eating onions like apples, you're like, oh, ah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, if someone found it, they'd be like, whoa, okay. Whoa, whoa, okay. No, I got to go. What is going I got to go. Good Lord. Um, after a short time, her feet were just completely fucking sausage. Like they're just cut well, up. Onion and sausage. Now that's a meal. Pebbles. Is hopefully this is her, like, producer. <laughs> Pebbles, because she was walking, had worked their way under the skin through the open wound. So now there's, like, there's like little pebbles stuck in her feet. Oh, boy. So now she can't walk. So she starts crawling. Okay. Um, and sometimes she would get enough courage to walk on all fours like an animal. So she's also scurrying like a... Oh, okay. It's beautiful. Well, I don't know what it is, but it smells like onions. <laughs> one day. I don't know what it walks like a bear and it stinks like onions. So one day she comes across this big looking nest of dried grass. And she looks at it and she's just like, that fucking looks amazing. She, she crawls inside and holy shit, it's comfortable. It's warm. She's about to fall asleep when she realized she was kicking it in a bear den. Oh, God. Jesus. So she crawled away as fast as she could. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, this is Goldilocks. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, a little ways away, she used her hands to scratch a hole in the sand. So instead of sleeping like a bear, she slept like a badger. Uh, much yeah, worse. Much God, worse. Once you've had that bear, like. Oh, my God. It's true. I mean, she went from first class to coach. Totally. They were like, sorry. You're 100%. Yeah, now she's got- How would you like to stay in the toilet? <laughs> I mean, you're talking about a hibernating den. No, it's Look at this. Look at direct TV. And you're just in shit. Yeah, <laughs> but she she couldn't lie down. Okay, right, because of her back. So because yeah, the one's on her back. So she would sleep on her knees and elbows. Oh God! And then she would keep waking up dreaming of food. Sometimes she would think <laughs> she could see it, and she would reach out to grab. What uh, she I woke myself up again. Food, and it would just grabbing be for food. A rock or something. <laughs> it's always fun when you're sleeping like a wheelbarrow, dreaming of peaches that you can't touch. <laughs> So, so like I said, she's gone through the mountains. Uh, this meant it was harder than if she was just on, you know, a flat surface. Sure. So Lysena would crawl up a steep ridge and then lose her balance and she'd slide back da- down. One day she made negative progress because she slid further down than where she started in the morning. Well, that's got to be tough. <laughs> that's a tough day right there. I mean, that's a hope killer. Oh, dude. You're, I mean, these are this, everything so far is kind of a hope killer. Like these... <laughs> People who are able to do stuff like this work on another mental yeah. like level, you know? But yeah. we all know that sensation of work falling apart. But when your life depends on it, yeah, this sliding past where you started, like, no! This is different than writing when you go, oh, I got to scrap the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Page yeah. one. Or no, like when it didn't save for two minutes and you're like, oh, I got to go back to there. Good. <laughs> oh, God. Now imagine that's your body and it's stabbed. <laughs> so because she was crawling... And basically had no clothes on. The skin on her arms and leg was now legs were now destroyed. The skin was peeling away, but still she goes on. She crawled during the day on her blood raw limbs, 
and curled up into a ball <sighs> to sleep at night during freezing weather. Okay. As you do. <laughs> so it's pretty hot. Yeah, no, this sounds fun. Pretty hot story. One morning, after the sun warmed her up, she got up and looked out and realized she was on a ridge. She, she looked down and uh, saw a road that led to a lumber camp. Oh, boy. And then she heard voices. Oh, boy, oh my God, voices? And soon an, <laughs> soon an ox team being driven by two men is rolling by. So she screams. Yeah, I'm steaks. <laughs> I'm a bunch of steaks with a head. <laughs> but she had so little strength she could barely muster a scream. <laughs> and they did not hear her. Oh, no. No. The worst. Larsena then tore off what was left of her slip and tied it to a stick. And she waved it over and over and over again. But the two men never looked in her direction. God. And soon they were gone. Ah. Jesus. So she put the tattered slip back on and kept going. <laughs> She's getting dressed again. Okay. Um, and then she headed toward the lumber camp. She so has she to knows. Keep go- I mean, um, that is gutting. But Talk she doesn't about sliding past your starting point. I mean, them being there, and you're oh. like, take off things, waving it. But she also doesn't want to be out on the road because. Apaches, right? Oh my god! At this point, at the, you're you're at the point now where you can do the fake "I'm dead." Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's the move right I now. I mean, just the smell alone. Oh yeah. Oh good. Someone killed her with onions. <laughs> good lord. So uh, she figured it was about a mile or two away, and she's crawling. And so she crawls and she crawls. She doesn't get there. Night comes. She sleeps again. <laughs> Jeez. The next day, she keeps crawling. And then she happened to find herself in the middle of her camp where she had been abducted by the Apaches. Okay. And there's flowered coffee all over the ground where they had cut it up and thrown uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. And, and all the feathers, right, from the feather bed. Uh, so Larsana starts picking flour out of the feathers, and she made little flour cakes. Um, and then uh, she saw that the men who had just gone by on the ox car the day before had stopped there and made a fire by the creek and it was still hot. Oh, boy. So she blew life into it and got a fire going and then uh, using the water from the creek, she made, made the flowers into cake, flour into cakes and she ate them and went to sleep. Okay. Fucking killing it. Even better. Awesome day. Awesome day. I just, I'm still, if I'm her on Monday, I'm like thinking back to the fact that these guys rode past me. Uh, I mean, I don't have skin, but awesome yeah. day. Yeah. Killer day. Um, the next morning, uh, she, uh, wakes up, uh, but this time it's not because the sun is shining on her. It is because of the sound of axes hitting trees and men talking. So she crawled toward the trail that led up to the, the What is it going to take for someone to see her? (laughs) (laughs) Um, where John had been working, right? So that's where she is. She's close to where they are. Um, she's almost completely naked, burned completely red. The burns are blistered, right? She's been out in the sun so long that she's just a blistered, red, burnt mess. Um, She's a skinny bag of bones because she hasn't eaten in (laughs) two weeks or something. Uh, And the skin is just hanging off her. Torn skin. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, she's she's jerky. (laughs) So there's a black cook named Hampton Brown at the camp, and he has a white wife. Uh, And Brown is walking down the trail as Larsena is coming up. Okay. Um, and so he looks and he sees this barely clothed white person with clumpy 
blonde, matted hair. I think the hair color is blood at this point. Crawling. It's like a. It's like a fucking like the ring. It's like some Japanese horror right, movie right, coming right, at right. him. Uh, and so he thinks that she's a ghost. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so she just cannot catch a break. Um, and so he you, runs. You see me. <laughs> so he runs back toward the camp and grabs his pistol. Oh no! What? And then he calls for all the other uh, the lumberjacks there, and he tells them what he saw. We're gonna so, go kill a ghost. <laughs> so they think they think that she's actually a squaw that has been kicked out for some reason. Okay, so not band. everyone's going with Hampton's ghost. But they theory. still all get guns because okay. they're like a fucking squaw. So, um, so when they get there, the ghost rasped out. Like she says her name and they're like, what the fuck? So Brown picks her up and carries her back to the camp at which I would imagine she's going, ow, 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 ow. Yeah, the whole way, yeah. No skin, no skin, no skin. (laughs) Hold me like I don't have skin. All right, we're going to float her down the river to where we are. So um, he takes her back. Uh, His wife starts to, washes her basically, um, takes the pebbles out of the soles of her feet. Oh, that's a uh, Paul Simon song, right? (laughs) (laughs) She's got pebbles in the soles of her feet. (laughs) Um, She pulls the thorns that are all in her skin and in her open meat parts and whatever she has. Uh, She cleans all the festering wounds that she had. And she feeds her. Um, And then after she dressed Larsena in clean clothes, I assume super carefully. I assume no socks. My clothes at this point. What, what's, well, you what's still gotta. Other? You still gotta. Where's she going? She's know, in but, bed. Yeah, but there's men around. And... Yeah, they just saw her. They, I know, like, but you know, cleaned up. You know, I, I mean? I'm telling you, if this is me, you keep me nude and you just keep me in a bed and you keep cleaning you're my not, wounds and looking for pebbles. You're not surrounded by horny lumberjacks. Oh, the hell I'm not. <laughs> uh, so. Um, Larsena asked for tobacco and went to sleep. She's a, she's a huge. She loved chewing tobacco. That, that was a, her thing. That, I like I like what I'm hearing. That was her jam. A little January Jones action. I like what that. What was she saying? Something. I have tobacco in my mouth. Oh God! <laughs> really? You did okay. Skull. skull. Okay, she wants skull. Uh, she had been believed dead for 16 days. Wow. One of the lumberjacks rode as fast as he could to uh, Kirkland's ranch. So John was in Tucson at this point, and Kirkland gave the lumberjack a fresh horse, and he kept on riding to Tucson. Now, even though John had been told by the Apaches that Larsena was dead, he never actually really believed it. So he was actually- What was his theory? He was actually, at this time, well, he just didn't trust them that they told the truth. Oh, right, okay. At this point, he's preparing a third expedition to go look for her, and then this lumberjack rolls in and tells him, John jumps on a horse and heads for the lumber camp, and he brings a doctor with him and a friend. When they arrived, they couldn't believe what they saw. Hi, 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 honey. Oh, oh, my God. Hi. The friend later said, quote, What a sight, emaciated beyond description. Her hands and knees and legs and arms, a mass of raw flesh, almost exposing the bones, caused by crawling over the cruel rocks, uphill and downhill. The doctor looked Lucarna over and told John there was no hope for saving her. She would die. But John wasn't about to give up. How the hell is that the diagnosis now? Well, what do you mean? Well, like, she got through all of that, 
with all this, and now she's like found. Why is he like? It's not looking good for it. it's like. Dude, but he's basically looking at like a Skeletor situation. Like, she's I been don't like know Skeletor what. for over two weeks. Yeah, but he's now he's. Like, I'm I just know. saying, let's not bet against the Rocky Balboa of mountain. I crawling. know, but you're if you're a doctor in this time, you're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, well, did you give her chewing yeah, tobacco? Yeah. <laughs> so you gave her tobacco. You gave her some snuff. Hmm. All right. Uh, Has anyone tried to get more blood out of her? Coffee? Yeah, I don't know what we should do, but she's going to die oh, and we're going to oh, move it along. Scare her. Have you tried scaring her? We should definitely or? scare her. Nope, then let's fill it with some of those feathers. We'll make a day of it. So John's not going to give up. He puts uh, Lysen in a wagon, uh, drives as carefully as he can Ow! down to Tucson. Ow! Um, the doctor stays him back there in the wagon and then keeps a watch over her back in Tucson. A traveling Englishman uh, came to Tucson at this point, and he described her as, quote, sunken temples, the loops drawn so tightly over the jaw that each tooth could be easily counted through them. Oh, wow. I mean, it's hard to like. (laughs) That's how you're right. The (laughs) arms scarcely larger than a man's thumb. Oh, sweet God. And a continuous cry for food. Well, so give her the food. Yeah, seriously. Aaron, I mean, Aaron's looking at his thumbs. That, I looked at my thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> so she barely uh, clings to life for several weeks, and then somehow slowly starts to recover. Okay. Um, but see, the thing is, is when you're when you go that long, your organs start to shut down. Yeah, shit. there's like problems. So for sure. Um, when the friend who had com- accompanied him to the camp. Saw her later that summer. He was, quote, amazed at the blooming woman before me. Oh, hello. Well, she is back in sex shape, is she not, John? What? Uh, I don't like the as way you're a talking. Friend, I don't like the way you're friend, talking, sir. Uh, purely as a friend, but she is very sex shaped now. Well, I think. No, no, I'm not going to. No, I won't even do it on this basis. Nope. I'm going to masturbate. Well, that obviously will allow. Her scars finish slowly... in the plant, Harv. <laughs> wow! All her scars slowly healed. Uh, when he was better, John took Larsena to a cabin he built near the mouth of the Madera Canyon. He t- okay, where she was. There, Wait. they could start their married life over. Okay, a mulligan. It's about ten miles away from the ranch in, in Apache Country. What are they doing that for? I don't fucking know. Why would you go back there? Why would you go to an isolated cabin in the middle of fucking <laughs> yeah, nowhere when yeah, you were just in Apache country? Do you remember the Apache experience? <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't. I think grade... I look back on the good times, like the snow melting and <laughs> the times I didn't slide past my beginning point of the day. You know what I remember best? What's that? River flower cakes. Mm, river flower cakes. Uh, By the way, that's him making that call. That's not her. She's probably like, I don't think so. Oh, come on. It's like lightning. It can't happen to someone twice. On January 27th, 1861, the Aravipa Apache Raiders uh, attacked a ranch in the Sonoita Valley. Uh, They kidnapped the rancher's 11-year-old stepson. The previous fort captain, right, the guy we saw earlier, he he was gone now. He'd gone back east because the Civil War is about to kick off. Um, and a new inexperienced lieutenant was brought in uh, to pursue the Apaches. So there's a new guy there. Oh, boy. Inexperienced. So he confronts uh, Chiricahua Chief Cochise. Oh, what a name. Yeah. Cochise denied any involvement, so the lieutenant 
had several of Cochise's people taken hostage. Oh boy, I don't think I uh, see. I don't think you mess with Cochise. No. Um, and then uh, I guess he didn't get what he wanted because the lieutenant had the hostages hung. I feel like this is going to take a turn. Well, now these are Apache, so it turns out they're not into that, and they're right. badasses, right. so a war was on. Okay. Uh, all started by a fucking idiot. Right. Uh, the Apaches struck all over ruthlessly. Warriors attacked the uh, Santa Cruz Valley, killing 150 of the people on the ranches there. Okay, so <laughs> at this point, bad policy. Bad, yeah. Yeah. Bad call. Around this time, John Page took a second job escorting uh, a wagon to Fort Breckenridge. He needs extra money uh, because uh, Larsena is pregnant. On February 20th, 1861, his party was watering their horses along a wash when the Apaches attacked. Three of the men managed to escape. The rest did not. John was killed. Uh, when they found him, they found that his horse's throat was cut, but not by the Apaches. Turns out the men held off the natives for over a day, and they killed the horse to drink its blood. Oh, sweet bastard! Why don't you wait three days? What? Three days before you drink God a horse? Damn, you really you don't drink a horse on day one. We're arguing about different shit right now. Okay, <laughs> give me a moment, sir. You knew this. I can't imagine the idea. Nay. Like when you said basically the idea is that like in my head the Apaches just slit the throats just to be dicks or some version of that. Yeah. But the idea of the drink it's blood. You were just near a river, right? Yeah. Well, but that's for strength. And also like how do you it's not a Capri Sun. Like it's gotta be like, all right, everyone get your mouths under its neck. Oh, we no, can only you, do this waterfall you, once. Yeah, I mean that really squirts out. Here we go. The way when I do it. Oh. Uh, so John is buried right where he's found. Um, then his handkerchief, his pocketbook, and a lock of his hair were brought to Larsena. By? By whoever was saying he was dead. Like, Good news, bad news, Larsena. <laughs> um, he's dead, but... Look at, we got his kerchief. Here's his hair and hanky. Here's a pocketbook, and we took a part of him... Uh, the part from the top of the head, we were going to take a nose or an eye. So but you... we didn't want to be graphic, so we uh, reckoned maybe we'd just give you a, a part of his hair. Here's some of his hair. Here you go. Anyway, congratulations. You can put it on that baby you got to so raise alone. you are single. All right. Adi. Which brings me to my next question. Uh, uh, oh, boy. Our next question. Mm, uh, we're looking to be husbands with a wife. So Larsena's father came for her and brought her to the family's home so her sisters would take care of her. Um, the, the family home is, it's, it's actually, I believe it's like a, a destination now, might be. Well, anyway, it wasn't that. So it's I mean, a stone, like, it's a oh, stone I, house. Honestly, all I saw was the little shitty, like, the dog? gazebo. <laughs> oh, the dog. gazebo. That's not a gazebo. Oh, come on. You're telling me you're not having tiki barbecues in there? Uh, so, um... In September, she remember she was pregnant, so she gives yeah. birth to a kid, Marianne. Okay, um, her sisters take care of her. Uh, the Civil War comes about, and so a lot of the soldiers are now moved out of Arizona. Okay, um, so the Penningtons are worried that the lack of military would lead the Apaches to becoming more bold. Sure. So the Stone House uh, along the Santa Cruz was now in very dangerous territory. At one point, 
Apaches came and Larsena had to flee with Marianne and hide in a fortified mine. Well, I, at this, why does she not uh, go, go far? Go somewhere else? Go so anywhere far else? from here. The fuck if go I know. Go so far from here. Who is just like kicking it in? Oh, there's a war on and yeah. there's Apaches. And oh, by the way, uh, I can't defend myself against uh, Apaches. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing? Yeah. So, Okay. Uh, so she remains. Uh, the family now starts constantly moving from place to place. So they're Husseining it. <laughs> they would do it in the business. Um, 1864, they're in Tubac and uh, we're the only people living there. Now remember, this is where there are like thousand people. The fort is nearby. Now they're the only people. Okay. Everyone else had left after an Apache attack in 1861. Lascena's brothers now are always carrying rifles in case of an Apache attack. Around this time, both Larsena and her daughter came down with smallpox. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Good Lord. Um, so uh, she survives. Her daughter survives. Okay. Um, and they even survived the cure, which was a strict diet of bread and water. Mm. That's how you got it. rid of smallpox? That's what a fucking idiot did to get yeah, rid of smallpox. Right? That... I'd be like, cake, whatever you got. Let's do this. <laughs> is the idea that like... We're going down. Well, we believe this is caused by your sweet tooth. Um... You've been getting a little thick. Yeah, so, but is that, that worked? Um, or it no, was cured it just from some other circumstance that right. it worked. Okay. Um, the Pennington family did not fare well as a group. For years, they kept moving from town to town to work, uh, to find work and avoid Apache attacks. The men got jobs driving wagons and were gone for long periods. So the young boys in the family started carrying rifles that were longer than them. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting look. In 1867, one of uh, Larsena's sisters died of malaria. Okay. Uh, another brother, uh, Jack, was killed by Apaches uh, when they stole his ox. And eyebrows. Uh, and then he chased them. Oh, boy. Come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to know when to fold them, bud. But his his eyes are super close together, so. Um, wow. What a move. You there. Give that back. Oh, I'm dead. No, oh, that was a bad idea. Whoop, my life's done now. Whoops. Uh, in 1869, Larson Also, look at that collar. Yeah. It looks like someone, like, b- broke his body. Yeah, he doesn't know how to turn his head. Yeah. Which way am I facing? In 1869, her father and another brother were killed by Apaches while working on the farm. Okay. Um, the rest of the family then decided to move to California, okay, right? So sure. they're doing it. It's all happening. Smart. Right on time, too. Uh, there's some Apache warriors. Oh, wow. Good Lord. I mean, that's just yeah. fucking badass. Yeah. That's badass. Um, the rest of the family goes to California, but they only made it 20 miles. Uh, because then one of Larsena's sisters came down with pneumonia. 20 miles in? They can't get in. They can't. They can't catch a fucking break. But how break. long is that? I mean, this is this family should be called Can't Catch a Break. What is that? Three days? Maybe. So she could do twenty miles in in uh, two days, okay, maybe. So yeah, they didn't make it. They was very there. fast, <laughs> very very fast. Um, so she died. Time for bread and water. She died while they were looking for a doctor. So now the only members of the Pennington family left are Larsena and one of her brothers, who then he got the fuck out and he moved to Texas. But Larsena, totally stubborn, refuses to leave Tucson. Okay. Boy, she really likes Tucson. And she falls in love with a man. Okay. Um, who I don't have here. Oh. Upper left. 
Second husband, right? Second husband. Um, his name is uh, William Scott. He's Hello. a Scottish lawyer. Oh, you did a Scottish accent. Oh, that's right. Scot- I never a, forget when I met Sweet Larisana. He's a Scottish uh, lawyer and judge. He's killing it. Yeah, just tie it in a knot and have your day. Um, they had two kids. Okay. She uh, then went on to live a very quiet and happy life until her death in 1913. Okay. So after all that shit, she- She just stuck there it. and married a Scot. Yeah. Mercedes did not uh, live long. She got married at 18 to a county sheriff and died at 26 during childbirth okay. with her fourth child. Good Lord. So. Wow. Anyway, that's that's the female Hugh Glass. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, she's a fucking badass. Yes. Hugh Glass ceiling. Hugh. What? Huh? I felt like it might work in my head. <laughs> Boy, that's crazy, though. Um, there really is. There's like a. I, I truly think. I mean, what, how do you think you fare in one of these positions? Um, like I'd you're you're dead. in a position where you're going to have to survive 16 days of just pretty much crawling and drinking snow. No, do you I, make it? No, I roll. I I try I to jump off the cliff. I quit. I absolutely quit. Yeah, I'm off the cliff. If you're seeing me in the if you're seeing me in the center of the Hugh Glass moment, what you're seeing is you're like, why is he chipping that big rock out? And then I get that big rock, and you see me just start smashing my own <laughs> head in as hard as possible. I like. Like I get trying to survive the first couple of days, but once you can't walk and then your your legs and arms are, are raw, yeah. I'm like, oh, once you're sleeping, oh, once oh you're, I get it, I get it. This isn't supposed to be happening. I get it. Once you're sleeping as a wheelbarrow grabbing at fruit that you're dreaming about, no, you're that's just a problem. Fucked. Hey, look at me. I'm meat. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. There's just I don't know. I'm my guess is that that is if you if you could hook humans up to it, you would find that that's in like one percent of people. I can barely handle it when I don't have internet. Yeah, and I've seen you in such a situation. You do not handle it well. I don't. You start crawling on all fours. <laughs> Eating seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I can't live. That's my jam. Yeah. Wouldn't you fucking straighten out your goddamn pennant if you're going to take that fucking photo? Yeah, but, you know, I mean, yeah, truly. I mean, I, I who knows how long they're actually waiting in these positions, but... I mean, that's a, like... You know that's a that's pretty good for before pictures were really happening a lot. Yeah. Um, so Imagine wanna... if you told them how our phones were going to ruin pictures. I know, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna. Uh, people are uh, saying they don't like listening when we're talking about photos, but I'm gonna start trying to. I'm gonna put them up somewhere, I guess. Maybe on yeah. Instagram or Can't I don't they know. Just I gotta figure out a place. Is that the point? Uh, yeah, that was the point. But now they're um, yelling. They yell. People yell. What do they say? I hate it when you guys are talking about what they look like. Yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, how long do we talk about what they look like for? Like uh, five minutes total a show? I don't know. Man. Hey, when you when you put up the YouTube video, can you uh, can you put markers where the pictures are? Or is that too much of a pain in the ass? Too much of a pain in the that's ass. Okay, that's not going to happen. But we definitely reached out to Aaron, and uh, he said no. Terrible attitude. Nice try, Aaron. Uh, all right. Uh, anything? I got. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, carry, carry on, is that what we say? Carry on? Never said that. Carry on, our, my wayward son. Is that our thing? Uh, Aaron, think? cut the feed now. Carry on, my wayward no. son. No. 
Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.